0: Welcome to the first episode of Open to Evolve. My name is John, and I'll be your host through this podcast series. I'm excited to go down this journey with you of diving into the minds of high-performing individuals. Throughout the course of the series, we'll get a deeper understanding of what habits and ways of thinking make these individuals so successful in their respected industries. The first series of the podcast will be called EP Local Players, where I will interview high-performing individuals in different industries from my hometown of El Paso. To kick off the series, I will be starting with an individual by the name of Carlos Sandoval also known as Native Cult, a solar sales leader, motivational influencer, proud father, and brand ambassador for Azoth. Recently featured on on a KFOX segment to share a short piece of his unique story. I apologize in advance for the rough audio on this first episode. I'm currently traveling back and forth between cities, causing a hectic schedule, but I didn't want to delay the conversation any longer. So I took advantage of meeting with Carlos at a local coffee shop. I hope you gain as much of a value from this conversation as I did by getting a chance to listen to Carlos' unique story and strong mindset.
1: Also, know that you're starting your own vlog. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah,
2: yeah. So I, I've uh, I've always just felt like I wanted to push my story or get um, motivation, inspiration out there. I've always had a lot to say, and um, vlog's been one of the ways I've been trying to push it. Uh, right now, I'm doing vlogging as far as YouTube goes. Uh, I'm messing with TikTok. Um, of course, uh, Instagram stories has been really big. So I'm, right now, um, the vlog is a focal point, but I'm just trying to get my message out the best way possible. Okay. Um, so yeah, like I put different so- different types of content out on different platforms. So yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of like, I guess, vlog slash social media presence that I'm trying to push right now. Okay. Yeah. So...
1: What what do you want that message to be? Or out of all the all the content that you're putting out, what's the primary focus that you're trying to accomplish? Um, well, I, I I'm just a
2: firm believer in um, leaving more than you take in this world. So I'm just trying to use my situation uh, as a positive impact on others. So that's that's kind of my mission is just to um, to help others, you know, in whatever way. Some people need motivation daily. Some people need inspiration daily. Some people are going through exactly what I'm going through. Um, I always like to say, there's people that have their own, you know, I have cerebral palsy, but there's people that have their own cerebral palsy, their own disability, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, whatever the case may be. And I just want to be like a beacon of of light in, in their situation, because I know there was times in my life where I just needed that little push. And if somebody's going through their Instagram or their TikTok or their. Or, youtube facebook and they just see something uh from me that helps them have a better day then i definitely that's, that's definitely my mission
1: definitely man and i think i've seen you accomplish that i think i've started to see you really get take off around the city and people start seeing what you have to offer so that story has developed over the past couple of years yeah right and um, looking back at maybe let's say at the beginning of 2010 2011 who was
0: carlos back then
2: man carlos 2011 like almost a, decade ago. almost a decade ago. Carlos was a kid full of energy and full of adventure. I mean, I, I had probably in 2011, I had just kind of hit my stride as far as me kind of learning who I was, um, really kind of coming to terms with who I was physically, um, and then de- kind of deciding who I was um, spiritually and emotionally. So back then, I knew I wanted to definitely get out in the world and be a positive impact, but I didn't really know how, but I could just say I was just very, very
1: adventurous and full of life back then. Um, but I was uh, still trying to find myself fully like, at okay. that point, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about how you started seeing that development? Um, as we mentioned, you have a couple of brands that you pursue. Mm-hmm. Your, your name corresponds with a couple of things and projects that you're working on. So how has that journey from being that person that you're trying to find yourself to now you seem really comfortable with who you are? You seem really comfortable with what you're trying to preach and the mission that you're trying to accomplish. Right? How was that development throughout the past couple of years, and how did you uh, navigate through it? I'm not gonna lie,
2: it wasn't uh, smooth sailing. I mean, there was a lot of murky waters. There was a lot of um, a lot of mess ups, a lot of triumphs, a lot of times where. I was like, okay, this is it. I, I figured out who I was. I made it to just crashing and burning the next, uh, in the next couple months. So it's been a lot of trial and error uh, of me learning who I am. I think a lot of times we're influenced by the world. So there were times where I was being myself and then other times where I was trying to please others. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been a lot of up and down. You know, for me to be successful the way I am now, um, I've had to fail a lot. By a lot. I mean, I'm not talking just like, oh, I messed up here. Like, I'm talking where I didn't know how I was going to get out of it. But I think that's also part of your journey is um, I tried everything. Like, I I, I tried to um, help people in certain ways. I tried to uh, help myself in certain ways. And I think I'm so wise now because I've learned what doesn't work. So that makes me know what does work. So, yeah.
1: Knowing your story and knowing, like you're mentioning, that journey that you've had to go through, I think in today's time and age, especially a lot of the younger generation, there's a lot of um, instant gratification that's wanted in life, yes. right? Oh yeah. So, what would be your advice as far as some of those hurdles that you went through and being able to get back up and knowing that, hey, this isn't the end, and there is a brighter side if I like, keep pushing and understanding that you might not always make the right choice, but it was a step towards the direction that you want to get to and the goal that you want to get to.
2: Yeah, well, I think um, I think it's just taking ownership, you know. Um, a lot of times we want to take ownership for our wins. you know, We want to, when we're successful and everything, it's oh, yeah, we did it. Self made, I did it. No one, everyone was against me. But then when we mess up, we don't want to own it. When we mess up, we want to blame everybody else. And I think that's what I would do. Um, my wins were great. And I was like, yes, look at me. I did this and I'm self made and I overcame. Um, CP, uh, cerebral palsy, for those that don't know, and look at me. But then the times that I would fail, I found myself, especially when I was in my toxic part of my life, I would say, oh, well, the reason that I'm not successful this time is because of the world and not because of me. You know. So I think once I really started taking ownership um, and not blaming the world for my problems is when I started becoming more successful because I literally looked at like, hey, you know what? The controlling factor in life is me. You know, if I wake up and I make some money, like that's because of me. If I wake up and I don't make money, that's because of me. And I think when you, it's it's kind of like when you own the the failures, your your wins become uh, that much greater and uh, have more substance to them. So that's been my biggest advice: is own your shit. You know, own. Uh, oh, sorry, I don't know if I can customize. No, <laughs> like own, own your shit. You know, don't don't shy away from your failures. Like be proud of it. Be like, yeah, you know what? Like for me, right now, everyone sees oh, it's all good, you know, I made it on the news, Um, I'm in decent shape now, I'm making good money, but man, there was times where I was negative on my account, there were times where I was making bad choices in life, and um, once I started owning them, that's when that's when shit
1: changed. So that's my biggest advice. So I think you hit on really a lot of people get a victim mentality, right? Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've used is, yeah. I, I use perspective a lot and seeing some of these videos, motivational speakers, things like that, you see that a lot of people have maybe gone through a lot worse. Yeah. In your situation, you talk about everybody has a cerebral palsy in them, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, in your situation, I, I admire you a lot because of the story, we got to hear a little bit about it on KFOX, right? Yeah. From fighting through it, um, being told that maybe you weren't going to be able to walk at a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, going through the pain and the rehab and everything that you did to to get where you are Uh um, not a lot of people would have the mindset to be able to overcome something like that right Right. you did it at a young age so Mm -hmm. you think that drive that you've had has been with you since you were young it's just you've had to tailor it to really put it in the right direction where you want to get or it's something that just you kind of develop as you continue to go through everything Um,
2: I think a little bit of both I've I've developed character traits um, and built myself up but one of the biggest things uh, for me was my support system Um, I was blessed to have great parents Um, Parents that didn't take no for an answer They didn't um, You know, they didn't give me the victim mentality I mean, I honestly, I remember Like really the first time that I really started Getting picked on was in middle school And um, because before that I was at an elementary school where I grew up With these kids and um, They, you know, kids are funny Like kids are basically Kind of um, uh, How could I say it Um, like cultured in a way so these kids grew up with me so like the way i was was always the way i was i walked funny you know i wore braces um i was chubby and they just kind of got used to it then i felt like i was normal like i knew i was different but no one treated me different you know they treated me fine once i got to middle school and people really started making fun of me and um, I went through a completely uh, a, 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 this crazy depression because I basically was like, "Hey, wait a minute, like I grew up with these kids like me, but then I went to a new school and these kids don't like me." And I really started seeing like how much different I was. Um, but nonetheless, you know my support system was always my parents. And um, as time went on, like I learned the lesson. I learned lessons by, by having them behind me. My dad told me, you know I you're probably gonna be the worst on the team, or you're gonna be slow, or you probably won't get picked, but go, like even like football, anything. I mean, my parents knew that I probably wasn't gonna get on the team or it probably wasn't good for me, but they still let me go through it. And I think that's so important because I think if they had tried to like protect me, which I think a lot of parents do nowadays, they protect, they wanna protect their kids from what the real world is. um, I think I would be completely different
1: So uh, that's a big, big push for my parents, the way they raised me. I think that relates because you hear a lot about it now that parents are kind of pushed and everybody gets a trophy type of mentality, right? Yeah. And so now kids aren't able to feel what it means to fail. Uh And failure a lot of the time brings the best in you, right? Yeah. And and I think another thing that your parents did for you is experiences, Mm -hmm. I think more than anything, bring a lot of value to it, right? Oh, yeah. you being able to go through those experiences of football or whatever sports you're going through, even though you might have not made the team, like it built you to understand what you were going through and kind of just see a different perspective of being in
0: that environment. Oh, yeah.
1: definitely and
2: i think one of the biggest stories like I was talking to my dad uh, a few days ago one of the key points in my life was um, we want I wanted to play baseball and we want to do coach pitch I think I did okay in t-ball but then once it got to coach pitch I mean it was completely different Um, and back then you know I couldn't really move the way I was now but nobody wanted to pick me for a team like no one would take me on the team and um, my dad basically like he got with my cousin who was living with us at the time and he basically said well screw it you don't if you're not gonna take like my son then I'm gonna make my own team so my dad we made his own team and literally my dad took in all the rejects like all the people the kids that couldn't get on the team that like sucked or whatever um my dad just took them in and we had a team and um that's kind of like been a defining moment because my dad basically said like look like fuck all you guys like I'm going to find a way for my son to have the same experience as everyone else. Whether he wins or not, it doesn't matter, but I want him to experience that. I mean, because my dad did that, that my mentality is always, like, if people tell me no or people say it's not possible, like, I'm, like, ignorant to a fault sometimes. I'm like, no, nah, like, I can do it. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find a way to do it. And so that's, I mean, key points like that in life made a huge difference for who I am now, even to this day. You know what I mean? So, um... I mean it's a huge, it's a huge thing and I think that's what I want to be um, touching base on like my vlog and stuff because I know like what about what if there's a kid like me out there that doesn't have that support system, you know, then that's a defining moment in life and if nobody's there to help them and support them, then they're gonna be completely different. I might have been a completely different person if my parents had just protected me all the time from everything. I would have got to the real world and there's nobody here to protect me, you know. So that's very important and that's what the extension I want to be. I was blessed to have that. And I want to be that for other people as well. Um, and with social media, I mean, it's incredible. Like, it's almost like one big conscience. We're all just hanging out with each other on their
1: phones, you know? So if I can be in front of someone's face and help them, I mean, that's, that's the ultimate goal for sure. Talking about social media, you just mentioned um, you want to be that support system, right? Yes. In case someone doesn't have it. Uh Do you think people run the risk right now of just trying to compete too much with others? And especially the younger generation or maybe someone that's in a depressed mindset Mm. like you. Um, You see what's going on through social media and you see the good. A lot of people don't put the bad, right? They Uh might not be going through what they're, what they might not be telling the full story on that story. So a lot of people tend to compare themselves and that puts them in a the worse place because I yes. might not be doing as good as them, right? Uh-huh. So how have you been able to shield a lot of that off? Because, I mean, we come from a city, unfortunately, that has a lot of support, but also gives a lot of backlash when there's some success, right? Yeah. So having to navigate through that and continuing to get to where you're at right now, how have you been able to ignore a lot of that and become who you want to be and not who someone else wants you to be? Um, it's tough. I mean,
2: it, I, I, I still go through that daily, you know, like, I mean, even for me, because of, for example, like my, my, the legs on my muscles like, won't grow as much as somebody else's legs on their muscles, and we're putting in the same amount of time in the gym, um, so I'm constantly comparing myself to that. I mean, in, every, in everything, like walking into a room, people look at me, um, and I'm trying to be like the most normal in the room, but everybody's looking at me. Um, social media, you know, you go through your phone and like, yeah, you're constantly comparing yourself to others. Me more so, you know, sometimes, like in times in life, I would always be like, oh man, I could look like that guy, but my legs, or I could, or I could have like played ball like that guy, but my legs. And so I just started trying to compare myself to those people and I think that's what gets you in a very um, negative part of your life and I think that's what a lot of people are going through and and what, what's, to be honest even someone like me, you know, when I post a picture, like, it's not like I just come and like, post a picture, like, I'm getting angles, you know, sometimes use filters I mean, it is what it is, but if you don't know how to separate that and know, like even when you're looking at, you know, this buff dude, like, yeah, like, you gotta really take it into effect that it's, it's superficial, you know um, but for me, I just always have to remind myself um, how the way I am now is having a positive effect on people. So I don't have to be anything other than myself. I think in times where I was always trying to be somebody else um, was when I was doing the least for people because I was just kind of becoming narcissistic. Okay. So uh, I, I, I constantly, daily, you have to remind, like, just take social media for what it is, you know. But it's a battle. I mean. I always claim, like, look, there's not one big aha moment for figuring everything out. I mean, there's some days, too, where I'm like, oh, what am I doing? Like, you look so dumb on here. Like, look at this other guy. He's so much buffer. Like, why would people want to even look at you, you know? And um, so
1: it's a a daily uh, self-care is a daily thing. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So we go from self-care, there's also self-development, personal development, right? Like you said, right now you hit on a point, there's not one aha moment, right? Yeah. And um, right now a lot of people I think are talented, I- I've seen a lot of people maybe take steps similar to what you're doing and, and taking a direction and something they're passionate about, but mm. they're so scared to fail, mm-hmm. right? they're so scared that they're a week, a month in, and there's still not any results or the results that they want to see coming through, mm-hmm. right? So how have you been able to continue to push through, continue to build this brand, continue to kind of... That once again tailor it to where that message is coming through but you're still staying passionate about it and you're not getting defeated about maybe you're not getting the results right off the bat mm-hmm. or the engagement that you wanted at the beginning Right. continue to go through that um i think it's um
2: i really feed up en- like the energy of people so first things first i stay true to myself um i've come to terms with who i am as a person um how i walk how i look how i talk how tall i am you know i've come to terms with that so i know who i am and I feed off energy of people. For me, um, you know, it, it sounds bad, but like gratification is if I, you know, I'm on my thing and I post something and somebody puts like, oh, you know what, um, keep killing it, that's energy for me. So as much as people are relying on, on me for motivation and inspiration, I rely on people too. Um, so as long as I know that I'm helping somebody, whether it's, whether I get one comment or whether I get a uh, hundred comments, to me, that's what keeps me grounded, okay. you know what I mean? So like, one of the big things is like, there's this guy, this kid, his name's Chris, he's from the UK. I mean, I don't really know exactly where he's from, but this kid, like I have a connection with this kid, like he tells me, like, man, you're an inspiration, you help me out. And um, I can tell I'm helping him. I can tell you there's been weeks where like, no one says anything positive to me, but this one kid does, and that's like all the energy I need. Um, even if like I follow the hashtag triple on Instagram, and I'll be going scrolling through, and I'll see um, like a, a little kid in braces, and they stood up for the first time. Dude, that pumps me up more than like even watching somebody deadlift six hundred pounds. Like I could give a shit about that. Like so, my thing is just staying true to myself. So if I keep myself surrounding like the cerebral palsy, like disability, trying to help others. Um, that's keeping me true to myself, and that's when I'm working at the, my best optimal rate, you know what I mean? So, um, that's what I really rely on. It's funny, people rely on me, but I rely on people so much more than they even realize. I'm like, yeah, like I'm inspiring you, but you don't understand what your comment or your like just did for me. And then, in turn, it makes me work harder, and then I help them, and it's
1: kind of just like a... A boomerang mm-hmm. effect you know it's back and forth it's helping each other so. a couple of things I want to add to that would yeah. be um, a lot of the people out here they have an important message right and it might be something in your situation where it does benefit one person but mm. I think they're so caught up in having a thousand to a hundred thousand followers right that yeah. they don't understand that I, I saw a video once and it said um, changing one person is changing the world because you're changing their world right yeah and Thinking about it that way you do make a difference like you made a difference in a couple of these kids and mm-hmm. that's motivated you to keep going but so many people are just scared that they want to make an impact that splash impact right off the bat oh yeah they just never release that message right
2: yeah and it goes back to just comparing yourself to other people you know there's like there's probably a couple of influencers that i follow and i mean their impact is way bigger than mine but even though they have hundreds of thousands of followers and whatever um, it's like you said, like helping one person is changing the world because it's like that you help. Like I tell that guy Chris something, and what if he goes on eventually to become like the biggest influencer ever, and me as a little tiny influencer influenced for him to be huge. So, I mean, I think
1: um, I, I think that's really important to put it in perspective like that. Yeah, definitely, man, mm-hmm. definitely. So. Talking about that, that's your passion, right? So working on what you're doing, becoming that motivational speaker, and of course, we all have to have a real life, right? So yeah. So you've developed now into what I can see as a great salesperson, uh-huh. um, coming from the sales background myself and really taking uh, a liking to seeing how people do their job, the consistency you have, the way you promote, and then yesterday when we got a chance to talk at, at the gym, uh, you mentioned something about becoming an expert at yeah. what you do, right? So. Mm-hmm. And I think that corresponds not just when you're in sales, but in anything you're doing, just trying oh, yeah. to be the best at what you're doing. So talk to me a little bit about that, man. You mentioned to me you become an expert in any of the passions that you've had in the past. Now where you're at, you become an expert at solar. So yeah, how, how do you have that mentality to just be
2: the best at what you're doing, man? Just gotta get obsessed with it, man. Just like obsess over it, um, and just knowledge, like know know it all the way, know it all the way through. You know, like I mean, I worked at Costco for a long time and. I knew Costco like the back of my hand, you know, I would research it, I would uh, study it, I would talk about it, I would be about it, like, Costco became me, like, I was a walking Costco billboard, right, I mean, even to this day, I'm selling memberships now that I, I'm not even trying to sell memberships, I just start talking, I'm like, yeah, man, you know, you get 2% cash back, and, or I like shopping at Costco because I can return stuff and there's not an extra warranty, you have to buy it. and before you know it, I'm selling it. But it's just because it's become part of me. So anything that I get into, especially if I can get passionate about it, I I get into it fully. Costco is one of the big things I knew. If someone shops at Costco, they're gonna save money and it's gonna help their families. So I could get passionate about that. I'm really about helping people. Right now, obviously with like solar, when I go into these people's houses, like people are literally telling me like I'm drowning in debt, you know, like I'm not I don't want to add like another bill to my to my um, budget. And I'm basically going in there and telling them, hey, guess what, you know how you're gonna spend like $50,000 in 20 years on electricity? Like, I can get it down to like 10,000, 15,000. Dude, and it's crazy, like, I'm literally helping people so I can get behind that and that's why I got into the field because I'm not like fucking people over But I mean, I research everything. I mean, on all my social medias, like, I'll spend time just like searching solar, um, searching the news articles, searching how the panel works. Like, I mean, I know product knowledge like crazy. And I think, um, and I, I think that's really the only way to do anything in life. Like you have to be obsessed with that
1: shit. Otherwise, you're just gonna get mediocre results, you know. So, yeah, that's my big thing. It's not for those that don't know Chadwick, I've seen him go through a party scene where <laughs> we're throwing um, parties back in the day. He threw a lot of them himself around El Paso. That translated to Costco, like he just mentioned, <laughs> and then now to Solar. But one thing that I think that's really helped him has been the brand that you built. Right? Yeah. So. From when you you were throwing parties, we knew you were promoting like crazy, right? Yeah. That developed into you promoting Costco mm-hmm. like crazy. And now that same expectancy is there with solar and that brand has followed you. And I think that's what a lot of people don't pay attention to and maybe don't put enough time on is that you're putting so many efforts and hours into the job that you might be working that nine to five, but you're not building yourself. And what you're worth, your brand, you can take anywhere, whether you're changing careers or anything like that. So do you think that's been really influential and a big part of why you are where you're at? Because you've been able to keep that following. People continue to see you grow through these phases and you keep pushing out at a high volume content where everybody still and you, like they said, you're popping up in every platform that <laughs> yeah. you're coming up, right? Like so. every day,
2: yeah. And I think it is, you know what I think? When people think of me, they think of, like, I'm reliable. Like, the trust is there. I mean, back in the day, it was like, yo, Chad's throwing a party, a Native Cold Party. Like,
1: people go because they know it's going to be good. And they knew it was going to be a good party. Yeah, and you know?
2: if people, if I'm, if, so if Chad's like, oh, Chad's at Costco. What's he selling out Costco? Well, you know what, Chad hasn't been wrong so far. I mean, I just, there's been literally people where I partied with them. I sold them a Costco membership and then I sold them solar and if I probably sold freaking dirt they would buy dirt for me because uh, the trust is there so I think yeah I think as, as I've gone on I've, I've kind of built myself as a brand where you can literally put me into anything and like I'll be successful just because people know that I'm not going to push anything onto them that's not beneficial to them whether they want to get drunk off their ass or whether they want to save money or they want to uh, shop better. Um, I think people are always going to trust me and at least hear me out. So, I guess you could say the Native Co brand is me, myself, just yeah. being uh, reliable. You know, they're like, well, if Chad's behind it, it must be the real deal, you know. So, I've literally had people like, oh, you know what? I've looked in the solar. Know, does it really work, man? I mean, I see you're selling it now, you know, and I'm, and I'm literally telling them, like, yeah, man, it works. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be out here doing it if it didn't work. I'd be selling cars, I'd be selling furniture, I'd be doing this or that. So I think um, that goes a long way. Who you are as a person, it, it becomes not about the brand. It becomes about who you are. And um, I mean, I know I've literally sold so to people because they like me. Like, I've literally had people who like, yo, you know what? I'm not going to lie. This, other, this one guy told me, he's like, I'm not going to lie. Um, I went to Say Doc's uh, the last time that we met. He's like, I really liked you. I found you on Facebook. He's like, so I actually looked through your stuff. Your daughter is adorable. I see that you're like a family guy. And he, he goes, you know what, I really kind of still on the fence about solar, but you seem like a really sound guy and you seem like you really work hard for your family and stuff. So let's go ahead and do it. So people are literally will buy from you or be part of your life or, or, or help you because of who you are as a person. And um, that's just an energy that you carry. You know, if I was screwing people over, like let's say I had a bad business thing and I started screwing people over, that'll eventually follow me and um, I'll end up in the hole like that. So
1: I think that's a huge part of, you know, whatever it is you're doing. I agree, man. And coming from... El Paso, once again, I think a lot of the local businesses that you see Mm -hmm. are successful because that person behind it is a brand that's trusted, right? Yes. That's a person maybe that's well-known in the city, a person that has a nice following or has a big following in that sense, and it translates to their business, so just... I guess the advice that I would want to give and I'm sure you would agree is for everybody that would be listening is focus on yourself as yeah. well, right? And oh, yeah. focus on the brand that you're building, focus on what you want to represent, make sure that what not necessarily what you're posting, but um, the way that you're carrying yourself represent what you're trying to accomplish in the long run and try to have an
0: idea of where you're going. right?
2: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I think, um, I think like it's always, it's always, it comes back to, um, it comes back to, what 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 kind of value are you bring into someone's life? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm selling them something, but maybe the person that I knocked on their door, um, you know, they ended up uh, never they hadn't talked to somebody in a long time. I mean, literally, one time I was at, at this lady's door, and, like she was crying because her husband had died two years ago. She didn't know what she was gonna do with the bills, and she had like a crappy ass son who was like a piece of shit, smoking weed. Like once the dad died, he just thought he was the man of the house. And he was, POS, um, but I basically told her like, you know, I ended up selling her solar and helped her save money. But I can guarantee you, eighty percent of our conversation was had nothing to do about solar. What it literally had to do was just like, you know what? When I was younger, I went through a lot of stuff with my legs, and I was like kind of a rebel kid. He's gonna straighten up, you know. And and I ended up helping that lady um, in a way that I'm pretty sure that you know and another salesman not gonna be cocky, but wouldn't have taken the time to do that. And I think it it, it translated over um, to benefiting me as far as business goes. But I also sent good energy for her to like, okay, maybe my son's just going through a phase and that's going to help her
1: uh, live a better life, you know? And talking about that, I mean, I think we understand coming from sales, right? But in any any situation, I think sometimes when you interact with people throughout the day, you don't know what that person might be going through before they walked in that door, Mm -hmm. right? Or what they might have woken up to that day. And I've seen a lot of people be rude or like kind of have a, a... a bad look when someone walks in through the door. Like when I was running a sales team, they'd be like, oh, here they come again. Yeah. And it to me, it's like, why do you gotta be like that, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody should be treated the same way. And in sales, I mean, of course, you're trying to do your best to kind of close the sale, make sure that you bridge the gap and right. drop that guard. But just in general, like if you're right now, we're at a coffee shop, right? Mm-hmm. If we come in and that person's being rude to us or something, it, it kills that experience, right? Oh, and, yeah. And it goes a long way of the influence and the way you might cause their day to go mm-hmm. just based on that one experience that you had with them.
2: Oh, yeah, big time. I mean, even, I mean, you, I, to me, I think part of the reason I'm so successful is um, putting myself oh, in nice. other shoes. Um, I mean, clear example, today, like, even to, this morning, I had a, a big close this morning at uh, 9 a.m. And um, um, I really need this close because I like to start off the month strong, you know, and I had a really good interaction with this person and blah, blah. Nine o'clock comes, I go and knock on the door, they don't answer. Um, call them, they don't answer. So I already know they're skipping out on the close, right? But I got in the car and then I saw. It. I was kind of on my phone and I kind of saw them come out of the house. So they knew I was there, right? And then my head is like, why don't you just let me know what's going on? But at that moment, like almost, it's almost like the world. I disliked everybody. Like I was just like, oh, you know what? Like people are shitty. And like I just started getting really negative, and I had to like catch myself, you know, because I knew we had this interview. I knew I had to still put, you know, my trainees come and see me. They don't know i had a shitty day right? and so like when you get that energy like it's you got to turn it around and disperse it in a in a better way in turn always know that the way you act is an energy that you're pushing on people and if it's bad like you're really affecting the world you know as, as easy we want to say oh we want to be a positive impact yeah when you're positive it goes on the world but you know being on the platform that i'm trying to be on Um, a lot of times I need to learn how to turn that negative energy into positive energy. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a surprising example today. You know, if I didn't know how to do that, I might, I might've come into this thing and been like real crappy, or I might've even told you like, Oh, you know what, dude, let's do it another day. And then that affects you because you're trying to get this podcast going and that pushes you back. So everything we do has an effect. But our job is to like when the negativity hits you if you really want to be an alpha and a leader you got to turn that around and make, and make it positive you know what I mean
1: and, and it's reality right it's not yeah. always going to be positive it's oh, not always yeah. going to be ups and downs I mm-hmm. mean it's not always just going to be uphill there's yeah. going to be things that you know you're going to hit that rocky spot so I think everybody just has to generally know how to turn it around and also understand when you are in that negative mood oh yeah So a lot of the time you just don't want to face it and you kind of don't want to buy into the reality that you're being negative and then that just causes that stretch to go a little bit longer right oh yeah definitely so when it comes to self-development, man, every day is about getting better, right? Especially in our industry. Every day you try to learn something new, every day we're trying to accomplish a new goal, hit a new target. So what, what are some things maybe that you have helped you get to where you're at as far as like self-development?
2: Um, you know what, just changing my environment, um, reading more, um, podcasts are big. You know, I put I basically try to put the tools that I need that I know that are gonna help me um, in in my world, so when when like when I wake up, you know I, I want to listen to like the new future album, you know what I mean. But I'll put on a podcast, you know what I mean. Or like instead of watching TV, like I'll read a book. Um, but that has to be on the daily. You have to constantly be working on yourself because I mean, like we always go back to it. There's no aha moment. So you could be at a point where you're like, you know what, you've read 20 books and um, you're listening to podcasts and you've made some deals and you feel real positive and you start feeling like, oh, okay, I'm good. Then you start kind of like binging Netflix shows that really don't like benefit you. You stop reading. You can actually regress. You know what I mean? So I think um, for me, it's just changing my circle. Um, the people that I talk to the people I hang out with. I mean, there's people that I have to like avoid because I love them. Even family members um, or close friends, I love them to death, but I know that when i'm with them it's not uh helping me develop and i know i have a goal and stuff so i have to keep uh, i have to keep my my circle and my tools around me um positive so one of the big things is like yeah like just just trying to copy paste what like millionaires are doing what um, the people on the podcasts are doing and stuff um, that's what helps me um, develop myself every day but i'm always learning you know i'm always learning and then there's been times too where i follow people i follow certain um way of life or a certain thing and i realized oh this isn't good you know what i mean so i have to
1: take that out of my life but it's just constantly learning i mean every day is new you know okay so you mentioned something about netflix a lot of people you know they'll get them really involved in <laughs> the music and stuff yeah. like that right so i think that brings me back to where it says where some people tell you you got to enjoy life right yeah and i do think that i personally believe there's a balance on that mm-hmm. but how do you tell someone that you're enjoying life a little too much and there's really not enough work getting put in to get better in life? Mm, I think um, you have to ask them a hard, a hard question like, are you where you're at
2: in life? Like, if I tell you right now, where you're at right now, you're going to um, be that way for the rest of your life. Like, could you live with that? Are you content? Most of the time people are going to say no, you know? So my thing is like, yeah, balance is good. So it's like, well, I'm, I'm broke hey, well, you know, you just tweeted about binging, um, then you, like, the last season of Dexter. You know, did, did Dexter make you any money? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, is that any sort of, like, so don't be mad when you can't pay the bills if you know you didn't utilize your time. So, I think balance is good, um, but I also believe in we'll make excuses for anything we do. Like, sometimes I'm so stressed, I'm like, oh, you know what, like, I, I made for sales and i just want to go home and i just want to like i want to bend the show you know yeah. what i mean like and that's okay and then as time goes on i just start making that a habit and i don't balance it out and then one day it's like hey the bill's due it's like man oh uh, my job sucks like i need something consistent and it's like well what were you doing with your time you know what i mean so i think um i think you people there's a time to relax but there's a time to bust your ass, and there should be times in life where you don't have any relaxing time. I mean, if, if you're broke, if, if you're sad, or if there's things that aren't like, you're still living at home, um, you don't have a house yet, I mean, that means you need to keep working, you know? There's, there's times to relax, and there's times to work, and like, one of the big things people say, oh, you know what, um, work your ass off now so that later on, you know, you can like soak it up, and that's what it has to be, because we're only getting older so if i'm trying to act like i'm retired leisure time right now you know how am i going to act later on in life so i think um there has to be some sort of urgency and it is uncomfortable because um you know you don't get to you see everybody just like man everyone's relaxing people are just like chilling all the time and i'm over here busting my ass on a saturday you know and it's like yeah but if you really look at it they those people's situation like you don't want to be in that situation yeah they just binged a show Um, But they're living at their parents house rent free, you know making like No money, you know, you don't want to be like that, you know So the people that really get the glory and get the benefit are the ones busting their ass and that's just a fact that you know um, Even people that um, I see there are like always like on social media and stuff like just kind of sharing like negativity um, I mean, they're having a negative effect on people, too So you don't want to be like that, you know, so
1: And I think that's going to translate to self-awareness. And what what I don't want people to think is that we want everybody to go out there and try to be a millionaire, right? We want everybody out there because at the end of the day, you're going to live a life that makes you happy. Mm -hmm. But i think you got to be true to yourself is are you living the life that you really want to live yeah not what we're necessarily trying to push you to live because i know you're really dr- goal driven i'm really goal driven and we're ambitious to be something huge um, in life yeah but i know i've had conversations with people and they're like nah dude i'm cool with this this, and this right like Very true. I, I just want a small house with a nice car in front yeah. a white picket fence dream and they're okay with that mm-hmm. and it's like okay but why are you doing the step for right not to get to that life right um so it's just self-awareness is huge right
2: oh yeah self-awareness is huge and it's like you said like there's some people that they make freaking $500,000 a year and they're depressed, you know what I mean? They're like, it's like Gary Vee always says, he's like, you're, you're, there's a guy out there making $100,000 a year driving a Beamer and doing Coke all the time and he's sad as fuck, you know? Yeah. He's, and then there's somebody out there making 40 Gs a year and they save up money and they do one vacation every year and that's the life they wanna live and they're fulfilled. That comes down to self-awareness, so I guess what we're trying to say is like, yeah, we're not telling everybody like, oh, you need to make six figures or you ain't shit. I think it comes down to self-awareness, like, are you where you, like, honestly, can you look in the mirror and tell yourself, I'm happy, this is where I want to be? Probably most of the time people say no, so my thing is, okay, if you're not, then why are you not working harder to get there? You know, and if you don't have any drive for that either, then that's a deeper issue. Cause yeah, there's been times in my life where like I was like I had five thousand dollars and I thought I was a millionaire. I was like shit. I can fucking I'm good here. Like I can I can live off McDonald's dollar menu, whatever. There's times where I've been hungry for like that six figure income. So I also respect the fact that not everybody um, and is not where you're at. And and a way to motivate people is also not to talk shit to them. So that's also another thing that I try to portray too, because I know that um people have told me too they're like oh i feel like your post is like almost like talking to me and i'm like well that that i'm talking shit to you but that there's probably something in you that's telling you like hey it, yeah, it's post. resonating yeah. like there's i struck a chord and, and that's good and sometimes it is like kind of embarrassing i mean it is like fuck you know what i am like i had to take back step back sometimes too like when i was gonna have my kid you know it's like damn like what am I gonna do like I mean not to knock people DJing but like where I was at it was like okay what are you gonna you're gonna keep DJing three nights a week like you're not gonna be able to see your kid you know it's not enough money to pay the bills you know but you're comfortable here so I had to sit back and like I, I, I had to get yelled at by family members you know I had to almost lose everything including my child to really like and be offended to the point where I was like yeah you know what this is not where I need to be but I, I respect people that you know they're just they're not they're not where they want to be they're not where they want to be but they don't have the drive for it that's the part of life that they're in so my job as an influencer or trying to be is hey man like i know you're going through shit and i've been there you know but let's change it you know like it's it's not it's not the end so that's what i try to be but yeah there's different personality i mean there's people that message me and they're pissed off like they're they're mad or they feel like i'm talking shit they feel like i'm rude not everybody's like you um, so I also face that too you know it's like like you said people only see the good but there's a lot of bad to it you know I've lost friends um, family members don't talk to me and you know, I have people like oh you, you start like they literally tell me oh you start making a little bit of money and you change you know and and I go ah, of course I change like I, I mean why would I I mean why would I not want to change you know but it's just because I'm not on that level anymore I've had friends that are like man you never come out you never party anymore with us and it's like literally like I, those people stop talking to me because I don't make it out. Like, they're I'm offended that I don't make it out. And then I'm just like, well, because I have to work. And they're like, oh, well, I work too. Like, you're just acting like your job's better than mine. So I face a lot of stuff as you grow and you start being on the same level as different people. You lose you
1: lose a lot. You you it gets kinda lonely sometimes. It because. does and I think being younger I never understood like how do you talk to the same people, you know, right, like I going to be friends with these people for the rest of my life and uh-huh. then now being here looking back and I, I I'm pretty grateful to still be close to a lot of the people that I was close to when I was younger, but you do see that separation, right? Yeah. And you do start seeing that mindset start switching, people start going in their own direction, which is great. But i'm huh. um, talking about Gary V that you brought up, he says you live two lives, right? The life that your parents want you to live and then the life that you decide to live and I feel like a lot of people get stuck in that first life yeah never really are able to find themselves and really push to that next step of who uh, they want to be uh-huh. cool, exactly. man. so uh, we're coming pretty close to the end here uh-huh. um, what's your advice to everybody that's listening man like how do the first step but like, what's the first thing to start doing right now to take the next step whether it's maybe they're as far as you are right now in your career or they're just starting off What what's the biggest thing that
0: you would advise me I
1: would say own your shit own, own your failures.
2: I mean, we're all failures. We all fail. Nobody, nobody gets it right away. Um, so just own, own the good and own the bad. And when you own the bad, it's kind of embarrassing sometimes, sometimes, like kind of cringe, you know? Like you don't want to look in the mirror because you're like, oh, that's really me, you know? But when you do that, you see the cringe and you're like, okay, I don't want that anymore. That hell I took, that failure, that bad action, what I did to this, product, I don't want that anymore that's going to make you better. But I mean, for us, it's always like cover the bad parts and only want to look at the good. And it's kind of like um, like one of my managers, he always says, it's kind of like the trash. Like everyone has your, your trash can and the trash gets fuller and fuller. And you sometimes you got to take it out, you know? You got to take it out and put it, but if you don't, it starts to smell. It starts to get heavier and heavier. And then you try to take it out and then the bag rips and then there's trash and it just gets worse. So it's like, handle your shit. Um, but that's my biggest advice. Oh, oh it, it, I mean there's no it, it's no code or it's nothing that people probably will remember but just own your bad stuff. Be proud of your failures you, yeah. know, like, you just, know, can't take something that you can't see. Right? Exactly yeah you have to, you have to you have to own it and um, everything changes from there because like I know that I own my bad stuff and like even now like I'll be in bed and I'll just cringe at like stuff that I did back then I'm just like yeah i'm never doing that again that's good that's good that i'm cringing because it would be bad if i wasn't cringing but the issue is is when shit's on fire around you and you're just like oh it's chill like okay. you know like so and we happens.
1: all have those moments and yeah. you're gonna look back and it, we're not everybody's gonna have those moments where we failed that we maybe weren't in situations that we needed to but you need to be able to build on them so it doesn't happen again yeah you understand what you learn from them and i think that's a big reason we talked about we are who we are now right mm-hmm. we experience a lot of those bad situations when we were younger and now thanks, thankfully we're in a position where we're trying to strive for more and a lot of that is out of our systems and we haven't been caught up in the scene that's going around us right yes exactly oh, perfect man yeah. so i want to say thank you for you uh thank yeah, you man. for joining me today no, thanks um, for having you want to go man. ahead and shout out some of your social media anything like that yeah man? yeah
2: follow me on social media so um, um my biggest my biggest thing right now i'm really trying to push my tiktok um if you haven't started tiktok you should um but it's uh na- tiktok.com slash native Um, Twitter is also Native Cult, Um, Facebook is also, um, actually Facebook, just search uh, Carlos Sandoval III, Uh, but if you're on my other social medias, I kind of always link them, Um, SoundCloud, I also produce music, so that's SoundCloud.com slash Native Cult, just to warn you, every every you might like me on Facebook, and then you might not like me on Instagram, or you might not like what I see on Twitter, but you like my TikTok. So just to warn you, um, there's different ways that I I push out my message. Um, So yeah, pick which one you like. I mean, I I, I try to be verbal, uh, written, um,
1: video, everything. So take your pick, you know? So once again, Carlos Sandoval, jack of all trades, <laughs> uh, salesman, motivational speaker at this point, doing huge things for the city, mm-hmm. proud father, yep. right? and one of the local players. So I'm excited to get this series started. I want to highlight a lot of the people in our city. I think we have a lot of good things happening, and I think Chadwick was a great way to start that, and hopefully everybody found some value from this. Yeah,
2: start. I'm honored, man. Thanks a lot, bro. Cool, Always man. a pleasure, bro.